New York isn't the only place for arts and culture. There is so much talent right here that most people just aren't aware of, but I'm here to help you find it. I'm relaunching Hazlitt Coffee Talk to talk about arts and culture right in our area. I've got plenty of people I'll be talking to right in my own backyard, literally, and every one of them comes from, lives in, or works right in this area. This is Lucila Sapio. We're talking arts and culture over coffee, and this is Hazlitt Coffee Talk. So I'm here talking to Jeff Shields, and Jeff, Jeff, I have known for years. Mm-hmm. He's Thank a professor. Yeah. He's a speech specialist. Mm. He's a producer and an actor. Yep, yep. What, what oh. do you do in your spare time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I teach at Brookdale, and I also uh, teach up at Montclair and Burkane. You've had over 30 years of acting experience, mm. so you must have had some bad roles yeah, in uh, your professional uh, career. Yeah, yeah. Several moments spring to mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true where you, <laughs> you kind of don't want to come out from backstage after the show. Yeah. I did a show once, uh, Modigliani. Oh my God, did we have problems? Uh, but there, there was just uh, just some issues reaching the audience with it. It was, uh, yeah. it was a tough one. As actors, we like to blame the audience when right. we don't get good response. Like, oh, it was a bad audience. Mm. I don't know how you feel about it. It's that's on us. That's our job, you know, is to feel it and make the adjustments. And that's something you were really good at was keeping the pace up. And it's all about picking up cues and and getting and then getting out. It's a good measure of whether somebody has it together or not. So of all those roles that you play, which is your favorite? Um, I'm I'm working on a a one man show and I've done it actually a bunch of times uh, in various forms but it's called Junk Drawer. The writing and then performing and then going back and doing yeah. the rewrites, and I, I really love that. I really, I feel at home when I'm doing that. And um, and what I found doing that, when you're writing your own material, for me anyway, it might sound like I'm insane, but <laughs> it feels almost like I'm just I'm transcribing or something I'm just I'm listening it's just stuff is coming into my head and it's coming out and and then I go back later to see okay well how much of this is just too many words yeah. and yeah but it's not about making a plan and executing it on paper as much as sitting down getting in tune with you yeah, know the, the, the situation yeah yeah, yeah. yeah um, and and then just letting the letting the words come out in it and, and it's worked really well what's your favorite memory oh. of having worked in the dam site Do you know and for those who don't know the dam site was in um, Tinton Falls right and it's now called the grist mill or is I, it something else moved now on to yeah. some other is it MJ's? Oh, it's MJ's. It's M- that's MJ's. right it is MJ's right right, right. but that was such a wonderful time I met all you guys mm-hmm. first of all, which was uh, you know a whole new world for me. And I learned you know slam bang timing. Mm-hmm. But I I remember that afterwards we would go downstairs and have <sighs> free burgers and like, a beer or something. Oh yes. right? N- yeah. And had, we got paid. Yeah. We got paid like twenty dollars a night. I no think, no no. We got five dollars a night. Oh five. Do- <laughs> <laughs> remember there was somebody that played the piano downstairs. Mm. Uh, I remember that there was somebody, yeah. That was Tim McClune. Get out! I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, that was Tim McClune. Oh, wow. He played the piano downstairs at the dam site. I think it's hard to 
to figure out what we would do if we started in drama. Right. But I would posit to you that it's much more difficult to do comedy than drama. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. with yeah. comedy, you're really doing drama. Yes. You, you know, you're, you're some such people, a smarty pants. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So if you're doing and, it for laughs, right, it's harder because you have to do it. You have to kind of do it seriously. Yes. Um, you were really involved with the with the Homedale Theater Company. Yes. What was your principal role there? Oh my goodness. Uh, you know everything from producer to bottle washer. And I hired actors yeah. and um, and I acted. You know, part of our mission there was and continues to be, I imagine, uh, working with kids from the area. Yeah. Uh, and so we tried to cast. Uh, kids in in roles, you know, wherever, wherever possible, and and uh, and to pick at least a couple plays over the course of a season, so that there were young you, roles. Yeah, there were young yeah, roles. Yeah. That gave an opportunity for a bunch of kids to be doing stuff on mm -hmm. stage. Yeah, and you know, we worked in little bits and stuff, and they they got to see us working hard. You what, know. what impressed you the most about the uh, the people that you work with in the Home Dell Theater Company? I was impressed that. They had created a home for creative types that included a place for up-and-coming actors. And I just thought, you know, that's not, it's so much easier to just pick a play, cast your grown-ups, and, you know. But this was a, a much more dynamic process. You really were always thinking about that kid who was here last year. He didn't have any lines. Like, let's, we need to give him something. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we had kids that were with us for three, four, five years as mm. they were growing up. And uh, and it's great to see them now. I, I think that w what impressed me about the place was just the vision was borne out by Wendell Smith, the Duncan Smith Theater, named after his son. And it's not so easy to to keep a vision going mm. yeah. like that, or, but they managed to do it. And that impressed me, you know, they're doing good things. Yeah. <laughs> what What did you learn from local theater that you've been able to apply? That it's about people, that like everything else. I, I, I recognized that uh, that the bonds we make uh, off stage and the way we treat each other off stage, it, it, it is revealed on stage. When I worked at Berkeley Rep for the first time, and um, they're a regional theater, and there's money involved, and directors come in from New York, and yeah. and all the warm and fuzzy stuff was gone. So then it was it was up to me to, to connect with people. And so I, I, I kept that with me. And um, I, I love that part of it. My God, I don't know that I ever laughed so hard as I did at that time in, yeah. in my life. You, you, you talked about your one man show. And I know yeah. I was in a play where there were just two characters. And that was a challenge because it was like, if it wasn't his line, it was mine. And there's nobody else to rely on. So. I mean, yeah. did you, was that a real challenge for you doing a one-man show? Uh, yeah, because well, just just like you described, if if nobody's talking, that's a problem because you're <laughs> yeah. the only one. Yeah. That, uh, I like doing the one-man show because it's a little bit like lion taming, and in a in a funny way, um, teaching set me up for it because when I'm teaching, I'm constantly oh, right. um, doing a one-man show. Uh, yeah. The, <laughs> I have to say that the one-man show thing is um, is delightful. It, it it's a drag when it doesn't work. And 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 you, like you were saying before, you almost don't want to go out, and you can't let that creep 
into your yeah. energy at all. Yeah. So that uh, that never happened. There were a couple of times where there were dips. Then I realized this is my story. Like I can't really screw it up. Movies, television, stage. Which is the most real acting? Oh, stage. I mean. Right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 happening it's a it's alive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't go back and do it over do you have anything you want to promote uh yeah the junk drawer show has been um sort of my uh my obsession for the last few years i came up with this show based on pulling items out of the junk drawer it is peerless in terms of being an interesting mm -hmm. drawer there you know silverware is uh yeah. predictable <laughs> yeah but in a junk drawer it's you know, you yeah. find Barbie heads, you know, a turtle <laughs> shell hardener, <laughs> you know, you know band-aids from 1962, oh, yeah. you know. The, the junk drawer has all that weird stuff in it because there's an unspoken agreement among the people in the household that I'm going to put some weird shit in here and you're not going to bug me about it. And I'm not going to bug you about the car key that doesn't have a car. This is where we park our crazy yeah, yeah. for safekeeping. <laughs> Are you are you going to be performing it anywhere? Um, well, I was. Yeah, I was supposed to be performing it in L.A. in uh, in March. Um, I've decided I'm just going to start performing it and putting it up on live on, casting on, it on, or on YouTube. <laughs> what would if someone told you that they wanted to pursue a career? Let's say in acting. What what kind of advice would you give them? Well, that you can't let anything else get in the way. Um, and that's a tough one, right? Um, because that can include marriage, babies, uh, things that all of your friends are doing, like, you know, <laughs> procreation in general. Earning um, money. Yeah, earning money. <laughs> like, you have to really uh, be committed to making that your priority. So that, for me, is really the big question. Almost before I even consider the talent mm -hmm. thing, is if you want to make a living at this, it means to the exclusion Yeah, giving of, up everything else, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got to be able to run around to do auditions. I always have had one foot in that world, but I'm also aware that, yeah, I had to make money and I fell in love and had mm -hmm. I have triplets, uh, sons, mm -hmm. and so, so that... I managed to keep doing shows, actually, for a while, yeah. even after they were born, but at a certain point... You know, yeah. you just you just can't do it at the same pace anymore. Unless you're utterly focused, you find yourself in a position where if you have kids or something, you can't just say, you know, daddy's going to stop working for a while and mm. see if he could get cast in something. Yeah. Right. Um, I love I I love working on stage with hardworking actors like that that come in. They're, they're always kind of pushing you a little bit, mm -hmm. not in a rude way, but just because they come in with a new something right. new a fresher yeah. look and yeah. and you, it makes you up your game it's like playing tennis with somebody that's a little better you yeah. know or something like that yeah i i've done it because i like to act mm. i really love to act and i'm always like oh i'm getting paid right right yeah. and to me to me that says you really love what you're doing if you're like oh yeah. i'm getting paid i didn't yeah. even remember i was getting paid right there's a difference between acting for a career and acting because you love it i mean you might be able to combine the two it's interesting you're right because there's a kind of business. It comes, mm -hmm. you know, becomes business. Yeah, and I think that's like true for any art. Yeah. If you want to be an artist, yeah. you have to either either be willing to make almost no money, mm. 
You might make money, but you have to be willing to not make money or go the money route and then you do and right. you you just do anything anything to make the money so i think you you need, you need to make that decision if you're going to be an artist or you uh find yourself a an enterprising patient partner yeah but yeah but you're not going to make money yeah yeah right. <laughs> well jeff yes. thank you so much oh sure it's my thank pleasure thank you for being here and yes. Um, yes. spending the time with me and oh, thank you for having me i have been speaking with jeff shields an equity actor, writer, producer, and professor teaching public speaking, whose one-man show, Junk Drug, will soon be available on YouTube. Jeff has lived and worked in the Bayshore area for over 40 years, and I am glad to have him as my first guest. I love the arts, and I love to talk, and that's why I'm talking to local artists. And if you like listening, then subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on this page, on iTunes, or anywhere you get podcasts. I'm Lucille Sapio, and this is Hazlitt Coffee Talk.